All right, we're back. It is a beautiful Tuesday morning. Podcast is a day late because your boy's been swamped. Uh, fight got canceled for September, so full ski mode, full coaching mode with a Slope Academy peak performance program, and uh, full content mode for you guys, gearing up for the season. I'm going to put an absolute clinic on the snow this year, do some really cool stuff, and uh, share it with you guys and help you guys take over as well. Today's podcast episode is actually on... Uh, it's on a YouTube video I recently filmed. They'll be coming out soon, but you know, podcast gang. So we're gonna put it out first, and it's gonna come out today. Today's the day it's coming out. This podcast episode is ten bad habits that will destroy your skiing. Obviously, we are gonna have guests on down the line and stuff like that. But I think these kind of short podcast episodes, just going over some quick things, are kind of interesting for you guys, and uh, I think it'll help you out. So. 10 bad habits that are going to destroy your skiing, your park skiing this year, and your progress. Make sure to avoid these at all costs. Number one is skipping the basics. So many people do this. This one gets me fired up. Yeah, it gets me fired up. I've had a couple of coffees today and it pushes my buttons. So basically skipping the basics, I mean, you're not doing the right steps for where you want to go in your ski career. Obviously, if you just want to ski and have fun, that's totally fine. You do that. But you can still miss the basics when skiing and have, having fun. Um, if you're there here to compete or you're here to film and stuff like that, or if you want to make a career out of it, you definitely have to dial in with the basics. So skipping the basics can mean anything from not learning the basic fundamentals of tricks, not spinning both directions, not covering just a general... Um, concept of the different axes and stuff like that, or it can come down to just the general basics of sponsors, um, social media growth, learning what to do and all that, that aspect. So depending on what niche you're in, where you want to go with it, maybe you don't know yet. If you don't know yet, that's totally fine, but make sure you are covering the, the basics of most things in the sport. Biggest thing for the basics is learn how to take off a jump properly, learn how to pop, when you hit a rail, make sure you land on the rail properly and you're doing all that stuff. Make sure when you first start hitting rails, uh, you're learning how to do front twos and back twos both ways. Front swaps and back swaps both ways, both feet forward. Because whenever you go to do other tricks, like let's say you want to do a back swap front two, you do that back swap, you're going to land in your unnat position and you're going to have to do unnat front two. If you're not comfortable doing unnat front twos, you're going to have a harder time and really it's going gonna, it's gonna to halt your progress down the line. So... Biggest thing right off the bat, guys, just don't skip the basics. If you want to be a comp skier, park skier, make sure you're not just doing, hey, I can't really do a 540 with a grab, but I can do a cork 7. And then, oh, I can do a cork 7 with a safety grab. I'm going to go to dub 10 now, even though you can't do a switch 5 or a nap 540. So keep those in mind, guys. That's, that's just right off the bat. If you're going to do the basics, make sure you, you learn the basics properly. Obviously, if you guys have any questions on what basics – you should be working on for where you're at. Just, you know, reach out to me on IG or whatever. I'm here to help. The kid is here to help. Uh, number two, the second habit, worrying about what other people think. Most people, young park skiers, lots of uh, female skiers as well, I noticed this in, but um, just in general, I think everybody kind of faces this problem is they're very worried with what other people think when they're in the park. I've seen lots of people not try a trick, just a certain lap because they don't want to... S- they don't want to fall in front of somebody or have an embarrassing, um, you know, embarrassing where you fall off the rail early, like after like the first foot or, you know, you go to do your first 360 and like you back slap on the knuckle and then roll down the knuckle with your, <laughs> with your skis at the top of the knuckle still. Don't worry about what other people think, guys. We're on a tiny floating rock in the middle of space. It's not a big deal. All those guys that are there, maybe they're people that you looked up to, um, 
when it comes to park skiing and you don't want to, you know, mess up in front of them. All those guys went through those same steps. I went through the same steps. All the best skiers went through those same steps. You know, we all have to learn somehow. It's all part of the process. So don't worry about that. Just do your own thing. Realistically, no, nobody, nobody cares. So if you're worried about what other people think um, and you don't want to embarrass yourself in front of other people, again, guys, comes down to just being comfortable in, in your own body and uh, you're here to learn. Everybody's here to learn and here to get better. So don't worry about that. I've seen a lot of people kind of halt their progress just by doing that. And it's a, it's a pretty bad habit that people get in. So avoid that one. Number three, not having uh, the good equipment or not taking care of your equipment. This one isn't, I mean, taking care of your equipment is definitely a habit. Um, but not having good equipment is also something that you can, you can also add in there and something that you should take in take into consideration if you are going to take your park skiing seriously having things like you know getting fully center mounted skis is going to be huge for you i know some of you guys out there maybe listening to this podcast are just starting out and you're like hey i don't have center mounted skis yet that's okay you can use them for a year or two but if you are serious about getting better at park skiing save up a little bit of money and uh invest in getting like center mounted skis it's going to help a lot doing things like detuning your edges when you first get your skis that's going to help just make them last longer also the first couple days when you go out in the park you know you're not going to be catching edges on rails and you know side slamming doing things like waxing your skis consistently it helps a bit it's not going to you know it's not going to make or break your ski career obviously but it's really good to get in the mindset of that because let's say every time you go to the hill like every 3 days or let's say you go on a weekend every week you wax your skis the night before gets you in the mindset of like okay I'm I'm taking this seriously I'm here to I'm going to go learn tomorrow I'm going to go progress and it puts you in that mindset. Whereas if you just half-ass toss your skis in the garage, leave them on the floor, and then like rush out the door in the morning, grab your stuff, and go to the hill, you know, you can see who's more prepared, who's more focused, who's more um, willing to put the work in to, to learn and, and to get better that day. So keep that in mind. It's something to think of. And obviously, when it comes down to equipment and you know dressing appropriately for the weather outside, like if you're gonna go to the hill and you want to learn new tricks, but it's minus thirty and you're wearing just a sweater and nothing else under your snow pants you're going to freeze and you're not going to get anything done right so dress appropriately for the weather as well i mean as lame as it sounds it sounds like your guys mother right now but it will help obviously um with your progression and if you are just not prepared for things it's obviously going to halt that down the line number four you're only hitting certain features so many people do this one don't do this if you're one of the people that just you know you get comfortable hitting one kind of feature and you just avoid the other features or you just only go to what you're comfortable with, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. That's going to stop your progression for sure. Obviously, you go to hit a new feature for the first time. It's going to be a little scary. Maybe you're going to fall. That happens to all of us. Um, but a lot of people get very comfortable just hitting the features they, they are used to and they never try to you know hit something different. Maybe it's like they're always hitting flat bars, but they just never hit a down bar. Really try to mix it up, or like it. Maybe it's a certain type of jump. Um, maybe it's more of a, a roller. Maybe it's like a certain size of jump where it's like a thirty foot jump that you only hit, or maybe you only do your like three sixties on a big jump and never on tiny jumps, or vice versa. Switch it up, guys. If you're only doing it on the same thing, you're not getting that uh, diversity, that variety, and it's really gonna halt your progress as well. Um, obviously. You have to work your way up to like, let's say you're going to do a 360 on a big jump for the first time. Work your way up to it. Make sure you're prepared. I'm not telling you guys just go send it on a random feature that you've never hit before. Obviously, work your way up in um, in a safe 
fashion or manner, but we are, we are creatures of habit. You notice how you go to McDonald's all the time and stuff like that, or like your fast food restaurant instead of, you know, just going to somewhere different. It's because you like what's predictable. People like predictability, right? And when we are skiing, it's the very same thing, right? We like predictability. So a lot of the time without even noticing it, you'll find yourself just hitting the same features over and over and over again, because it's what you're used to. It's predictable. You know what to expect. So just try to switch it up a little more than you think, because it will help a lot for sure. Number five, not doing unnatural tricks. We kind of talked this uh, about this in the beginning where we said skipping basics. Most people especially when they start out, they don't work on their unnatural side of tricks. Guys, if you don't do this, you suck. Seriously. I'm, maybe that sounds harsh, but <laughs> like if you're not working on your that side of skiing in terms of uh, getting good for contests, it's going to be detrimental. You're going to have an extremely hard time and it's going to be really hard to build back. In terms of things like powder skiing and stuff like that, it's not as big of a deal. But in my 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 eyes, if you can do it one way, you can do it the other way. It's not like your left side of your body is shorter than your right side or something like that. It's just you haven't put the same amount of miles in on the one side as you have on the other side. And I think if you want to be a really good all well like all rounded park skier or even backcountry skier, you should be able to do everything you can do one way, the other way. Maybe it's going to be a little bit more difficult, but you should try to get them as equally as you can. And also if you're just filming too, like let's say you're just filming park and you just want to put out really sick content. Me personally, I really like to see skiers and riders that can do tricks um, in both directions in edits and not just doing it all left on jumps or like all left spins into rails and out of rails. I feel like at some point you do have to get that variety in. And also again, like I said, when you're switching up on rails, doing switch ups, or if you're just not used to spinning uh, right and you normally spin left, it's going to help with that. It's going to help balance that out. So let's say you go to do your right foot forward and you always spin left. Well, when you go to do like a front six, you've never spun that much to the right before. So it's going to affect the way you are in the air, how comfortable you are, stuff like that. So, you know, don't only do your natural side. Do just as much, if not twice as much of your unnatural side when you're first starting just to really, really drive it home. That's a big one. Don't miss it. Number six, not uh, never skiing switch outside of the park. Sorry, I almost messed that bad boy up. Never skiing switch outside the park. Most people only ski switch when they are hitting a feature. And for the most part, most of these people don't ski switch into the feature from a long ways above the feature. They literally just hop switch like five feet, 10 feet before the rail or if it's a jump, they hop switch like, you know, five feet, 10 feet before the jump, maybe a little bit more than that if it's a jump, but you know what I mean? They're not actually skiing switch down the mountain or into features or skiing through the park switch. So what I would suggest to you, um, this can go for all, all kinds of skiing. If you really want to get better at your switch skiing, you should do two laps just down the side of the mountain, whether it's a nice, easy green run, blue run, whatever you're comfortable with before you go into the park. So my local hill, every morning, I would do two to three laps of just switch skiing, looking over both shoulders, getting really comfortable with it, putting the miles in outside of the park before I would go park skiing every day. Obviously my run, my home hill isn't like, you know, it's not Whistler. I'm not, I'm not spending 40 minutes skiing switch down a mountain. It's like a, it's like a four, four minute run, not even, right? So 
take it into consideration if you have a longer park or a longer ski hill, a bigger ski hill, and you have, like it's a really long run. Obviously, don't just bomb switch for like two hours before you get started. But make sure you are spending that time to de- dedicate it to just riding switch, whether it's down the side of the park. Maybe you just go through the entire park switch, hitting all the features switch if you get that good yet. Or you just ride down, like again, like I said, the side or something. Make sure you do spend that time because it will help a lot. Most people don't do it. Most people are in the habit of not skiing switch outside of the park. Avoid it. Number seven, planning your tricks each training. Most people don't plan their tricks each, each day when they go training. You don't have to plan every trick. You don't have to plan any tricks if you want. Obviously, you're here to have fun. It's called free skiing for a reason. But if you want to progress your, your tricks and progress your ability in the park, you should plan out at least one or two tricks to work on each day. And you should spend like 80% of the day doing that trick. You don't have to do it all day, but you have to do that trick. Like, Let's say I pick um, two on front two for the day, right? I'm going to pick one rail in the park. And every time I go through the park, I'm going to do a two on front two on that rail. The rest of the day, the rest of the park, I can do whatever other tricks I want to, right? But that one rail throughout the park that day, I'm going to do a two on front two. And I'm really going to put miles on it. And I'm really going to think about how to, how to do it, making sure I'm hopping on properly, landing properly, using that front foot to pedal to get that front two around nice and clean. And then maybe halfway through the day, I'll switch it up to a different rail. But spending the time to like actually focus in on one trick each time you go to the hill doesn't have to be the only trick you do that day, but having just one or two tricks is going to help you progress a lot faster. And also, again, it makes sure you're not focusing on just the tricks you're comfortable with, like we said earlier, um, with certain features. A lot of people do tricks they're just comfortable with, right? So avoid that. Number eight is stretching and fitness for skiing and recovery. This is one is like, you know, most people in the skiing industry are like, let's go, let's go party. Let's go party, wake up, hungover, and go shred the mountain, which is fun. I love it. I absolutely about it. I used to do that. Well, not just used to do it a bit. De- definitely had my, my time in that, in that area. But if you do want to progress better and faster, make sure you're spending at least 30 minutes uh, a night or a day just to stretch, warm up, uh, or cool down before you or after you go skiing. I usually just go at night, do a quick warm up in the morning, a little yoga or something. But it really helps me get be better for the day because – uh, like at the rate I ski at least, and I know most of you guys ski, we're super sore. Like you're very, very sore. And it does affect your skiing the next day, whether you like to believe it or not. But there's been tons of days where my legs are just too sore, tired to like pop off of takeoffs properly, hop under rails, or to set my edges right. And then that also creates bad habits in the way you ski because you're you're kind of half-assing like the trick and the way you go about it. So make sure you're taking the appropriate time to you know stretch and recover. And also it's going to help you with injuries, right? If you are doing like if you have a solid workout program, you're building the right muscles around your knees and stuff like that, and you are stretching appro- like effectively and appropriately, it's going to help you avoid a lot of injuries. You're going to be like 50 to 60 percent more injury resistant and. That is huge when it comes to a sport that is filled with injuries. If you hurt yourself, if you ACL yourself, not saying anybody's going to tear their ACL, but if you do, you're out for an entire season, right? So take that extra percentage and make sure you're, uh, you're mitigating those risks. It will help. Number nine, most people, this is a habit most people do have or don't have. I don't know. One or the other. I wrote it down though. Uh, watching yourself ski. Most people don't watch themselves ski. Most people just like, they do a trick and they're like, that was really sick. And reality, it was not sick and it was not at all the way they thought it was. Happens to me all the time. I do a trick and I'm like, that was cool. And then I look at the video of it and I'm like, oh, that looked like garbage and not at all what I thought it looked like or what it felt like or what I want it to look like. So keep that in mind. If you're watching yourself skiing, it's very easy for your, you to um, 
to adapt and change things to the way you want them to be, or it's easy for you to pick up on mistakes you're doing on the hill, especially if you have somebody feedback from somebody like your friend or a coach or somebody like, um, I guess even me, like we can give you feedback on like little tips to make it better. And then you can also realize what you're doing wrong or what you can add to make it more stylish, more effective, or just, you know, land cleaner and better and ride out the whole way. But watching yourself ski is huge. If you want to improve your style this year, one of the best things you can do is watch ski films, figure out the kind of style you want to have or what you enjoy watching and what you enjoy seeing. And then taking that to your own videos and kind of like looking at yourself skiing and saying, how can I make this? How can I have more style to this? How can I make this look the way I want to? And that's going to help a ton, a ton, a ton. So keep that in mind. Number 10 is not asking people for help. This is the last one. This is one of the biggest ones. Most people don't ask other people on the mountain for help. Again, it comes back to worrying about what other people think or they're just nervous and shy. People like me and other really good skiers on the mountain that are, that are there shredding around, obviously we're there to have fun and shred on our own, but we're here to help, man. Like we were those young kids once, like I said earlier, that are like trying to figure it out, trying to get help, trying to like learn what to do and stuff like that, right? And- most of us can't learn just on our own and most of the other skiers, the older skiers are more than happy to help out. So don't be afraid to ask. The, the fast track, the progression strategy for literally anything in life is to ask somebody who's been there and done that before because they're going to have the shortcuts. They're going to have the secrets to do it. They're going to be able to help you get there two to three times faster, right? So keep that in mind, guys. Ask, for, ask people for help, whether it's your friend, whether it's somebody you look up to on the hill, whether you get a, a coach in person at your local mountain or you join on something like Slope Academy like we have and you just get help from me and the other skiers we have in there and the tutorials and stuff like Get, get help that way if you really want to progress fast because it's going gonna, it's gonna to make it better, right? Um, and that's about it for the 10 habits that will destroy your park skiing this year. I just wanted to quickly rip out a podcast because we're doing one every week, man. Every week, content is going hard. Um, yeah, if you guys want to join Slope Academy, we are giving away a free pair of Atomic Punk 7s this month. That's this month's giveaway. So Every month from now on, here on out, all active members are entered in a giveaway for a free pair of skis. Our kind of way of saying thank you for believing in the coaching program and uh, supporting us. And just instead of getting just badass coaching and everything else, we're going to go a step beyond, give you product discounts. And, you know, one person each month is going to give or going to get give going to get a free pair of skis out of our pocket. Uh, So that's our thank you to you. If you want to uh, want to join, the link is down below. And all contestants for this month will be entered as of the 25th, September 25th. Winner is announced on October 1st. So, yeah, Soap Academy gang to the top. And uh, that was this podcast. If you guys enjoyed it, give it five stars wherever you find it, Spotify, Apple. Uh, it really helps us out in the search. And uh, maybe sauce me a, a message on DM and, or a message on DM. Oh, my God, my brain hurts today. Sauce me a, a DM on Instagram and just say you listen to the podcast if you liked it or not. Um, give me some feedback. I'd love to hear what you guys think on the podcast and how we can, uh, you know, take it around, take it up and uh, improve it. So, yeah, deuces. Have a good day.